This is National Native News. I'm Jill Freitas from KMBA in Anchorage, Alaska, filling in for Antonia Gonzalez. The third day of the 2023 statewide annual Elders and Youth Conference at the Denina Center in downtown Anchorage, Alaska, started off with a native dance group from Unalakleet and a touching speech from youth keynote speaker, Indigenous land protector and model Kwana Chasing Horse, Gwichian from Eagle Village, Alaska, and Oglala Lakota tribes of South Dakota. More workshops broke out in the early afternoon, which included salmon cutting, practicing self-governance, and the much-anticipated Native Youth Olympics. NYO was created by Alaska Natives to help develop crucial survival skills in harsh weather and environment. Today, the youth compete in the games to preserve and display their cultural identities in modern-day life. Mayo Nishkian is a coach at the Lani Da'a School in Chickaloo Native Village, a small town just north of Palmer, and is also one of the NYO instructors. She came to the gathering with three students ages 8 through 10. She says NYO today is more than just physical strength and endurance. It's about supporting each other, helping each other. So you'll see kids from different teams teaching each other how to do certain moves, helping each other out. So it's very different than most Western sports. And the cultural learning that they get, whether they're Native or non-Native, helps them appreciate Indigenous cultures. One of Nishkian's students, 10-year-old Colt Jennison, shared what he's excited about doing during the workshop. One foot or maybe Indian if there is Indian. And my O is awesome. Duke Ngo, another instructor and a coach from Juneau, is anticipating the 2023 Arctic Winter Games, which will be held in Alaska this year. He says while he's not certain yet about his involvement with this year's competition, he's looking forward to the games coming to his home state. It's really exciting and uh, we'll definitely hope our team Alaska would do their best to, um, to, to do their best and be able to have fun at the games. As the Elders and Youth Conference is beginning to wind down, preparations are underway for the Alaska Federation of Natives Convention taking place at the same location starting Thursday. Guatemala's three-week-old popular uprising led by the country's indigenous citizens is beginning to turn bloody. At least one protester has been killed as armed vigilantes attacked a group of protesters on Monday. The uprising's indigenous leaders say they're fighting to save their country's fragile democracy. More from Maria Martin. As this week started, there were fewer blockades across Guatemala, but people are still leaving their indigenous communities to come to the capital to protest and demand the resignation of corrupt Justice Department officials. Meanwhile, Guatemala's Attorney General Consuelo Porras is calling for the government to use force against the hundreds of thousands of largely indigenous peaceful protesters. The protesters want her resignation and that of other officials leading an investigation against the party of anti-corruption president-elect Bernardo Arevalo. 48 Cantones leader Luis Pacheco expressed disappointment that Guatemala's president, Alejandro Chamate, ignored their demands during a recent dialogue. We maintain hope and prayers that the struggle, a peaceful effort for democracy, has a good outcome, says Pacheco. But yesterday, in various places, violence broke out in the indigenous community of Malacatan in the border province of San Marcos, for example. An armed group of vigilantes attacked the protesters. A food vendor who was part of the protest is reported dead. More are hospitalized. Representatives of ancestral authorities say they'll be coming together soon to discuss next steps in light of the violence. For National Native News, I'm Maria Martin. I'm Jill Freitas.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by the National Indian Education Association's 54th Convention and Trade Show held in Albuquerque starting October 18th. Education sovereignty, it begins with us. Registration ends October 13th at NIEA.org. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.